I just, uh, you know, I, I just want to be comfortable in doing, you know, live streams. Sometimes, you know, are we doing? Are we doing this now? Yeah, we're actually, doing that. Yeah. We're actually recording right now. So we're hey, in my mother's. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so we're, cool. so, yeah, so we're in my fucking mother's. I haven't introduced a show yet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's so, cool. That's cool. It's, uh, you're, you're back. You know, it's like yeah. Yeah, after two months and yes. Yes, I know. We don't have an opening spill here right now, but yes, I'm hanging out with one of my good buddies in the music scene. I think I've known you for like being part of a, of a band way back then, right? I mean, not aside from the brand pack, but you also became part of like a cartel. And yeah, yes, it's a keyboardist and uh, I think you have a solo project, right? It's called Right Logic. That is right. Then you also played keys for, for what other bands? Right. Well, I play. I am basically a session musician, but uh, yeah, I play with different guys. I play with blues musicians, you know, session musicians. I I just want to be where where the where fun music is at. But at the moment, I'm kind of closing myself to that mm. because I feel like it's taking so much time and and energy from from me, and I kind of just want to focus more on songwriting because I just. Feel like I want to write more songs. I want to. Mm-hmm. I want to connect to people more in a in a, in a deeper level. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, I get it. Like, I play, I play piano with guys on stage mm-hmm. that that are not my songs. You know, mm-hmm. I, I have I, I have, and I really support them. Naman. you know, if mm-hmm. I need, if they need pianos, I give mm-hmm. them piano parts. But yeah. I'd rather just you know do my own. I'd rather just do myself. So, major papayngin ko mo na yung mga session gigs ko for a while. And focus on your own, I suppose. Yeah, um, I'm focusing more on write logic and writing a lot of songs at the moment, so that you know, 2021, the year after the year that sucked, right? Like, <laughs> yes. <it> suck, right. <laughs> yeah, life sucks 2020 times. <laughs> 2020 times, man. And uh, it's a great year to discover yourself and what you're capable of doing, but also very stressful many time, at many times. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're all trying to bounce back from the quarantine. So, yeah, I'm just trying to write a lot of songs, connected to a lot of people, and you know, making sure I have a lot of buzz yeah. uh, the music scene. But right now, what? <laughs> oh. Writer's block ako, kakainis. <laughs> yeah, it happens. I mean, we all have the creative blocks. And I think I can, I have to say that this past few months, yeah, it, I, I suffered it a lot. I mean, I, I struggled to write. Even, even, uh, I, I even struggled to pull some of my ano, stories from the press. Like, you know, when, when I have some clients on my blog, on my own blog, and right. they want to, like, share their stories. And sometimes, I just couldn't figure out on my, into how to write it in my own tone as the slick master. So sometimes I end up posting the entire press release because I just couldn't do it. But um, and yeah, it, even sometimes even you know, even the way I create my original entries. So I have yet to finish some of them. Actually, I've been trying to like get back to like music reviews, even writing some a bit of a, uh, let's say, movie or series reviews because I used to have like a. Actually, that's good. The last the. Siguro yung last time na nagsulat talaga ako ng article which, was, which I personally felt na parang I'm okay with it was writing a decade ender entry. Like, they have, there's seven parts of it. And I told it, and ang pamagat ko na is 69 Filipino songs that uh, actually, I can I actually recall the exact title but it's actually involved 69 Filipino songs that I personally like during that decade. Hey, I think I saw that yeah, I can I, I think I saw some some songs there, some sandwich, some uh recall what they are. But yeah, I think I took a I took a look at that list. And yeah. uh yeah, it's a solid list, huh? You still yeah. have that? Of course, it's still there, right? I guess it's still there, so yeah, and so you don't you know, you know, go in. So I I put one from like um different bands. Eh? I try to limit it for to like one and one or two songs per artist, but sometimes I just can't help it. 
it's hard to really gauge an artist with just one song. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, diba? Kunyari, kung nagusto mo yung album, parang you just can't put like, kunyari, somebody, somebody ask you, what's your favorite song for this for this album? Like, um, I could probably give like three or four of them. Especially kung yung album na yun, walang tapon. <laughs> mismo, mismo. I guess 2019 was also a good year in the music in the music industry. Yeah, diba? So, uh, I mean, lots of live concerts and, you know, lots of people coming out with albums. Hmm. Um, I couldn't recall which, which albums, but who would know that the year after that year would really, really suck? Like, okay, well, yeah, before we go to Lockdown, what's, what's actually the last when, when was the, actually the last time you actually attended um, a gig or even, even concert or music festival? Wow. You know, I, I was there in I know, Malasimbo. It was March 1. It was mm-hmm. my birthday. Oh, and yeah. I spent and my brother played piano with Marga J, uh, and it was her, it was actually uh, second gig sa Malasimbo, mm-hmm. and I was there and I was just trying to help out, you know, set up set up the piano. Um, it was fun. Yes, my yes, brother. Yes, sir. Right yeah. So yo. Legendary Nestor right over there. Okay, <laughs> that's my brother right over there trying to play yeah. guitar and write yeah. songs. Okay. Um, yeah, I I was there in March one in Malasimbo, and it was the last kind of festival slash live gig that I've attended mm. to. Now, what I'm gonna do? But um, after that, actually, I played even more more gigs in hotels because that's what I do prior yes. to quarantine is I play in hotels. Yeah, um, I love playing in hotels, mm. and uh, it's very therapeutic to me. Mm. And then. When the pandemic came, wala na. I stopped yeah. doing everything. But buti na lang ako. <laughs> Actually, buti ka pa dahil <laughs> I think the last time yata na umatend ako ng festival, actually, large-scale na festival, if my memory serves you right, was, I think, the Flip-Top Festival Rooftop. sa Asia. The Flip-Top. Flip-Top Festival. Sa, oh, my it's, uh, it's the celebration of the Rap Battle League's 10th anniversary. And ginanap siya sa Asiana Concert Grounds. And, and, and that's around February pa eh. Yeah, so ang hirap din nun kasi I was covering an event and there were a lot of good shits in hip-hop industry at that time. Have you ever had nightmares before, man? Nightmares? Like you just, to the point that like you just can't wake up. Like your body is not, you know, waking up. It's like your brain is alive pero yung body mo it just won't move it can't move it's paralyzed feels like a devil is sitting down on you have you felt that? god damn that's sleep paralysis yeah I experienced it a lot of times before in the past. sleep paralysis yeah sarap di ba? yeah hirap na pare tipong yeah you just wanna wake up and uh, I think there was a one experience I had I, I think I was in college na I was living in Bulacan I dream of like uh, there's an earthquake in my house Everything, all the debris is falling down and all that shit and... Ooh, crap. But I feel like I'm in a coffin instead of in my own bed. Because I just couldn't move. Yeah, that's exactly how it feels. It's like you're in a coffin, I don't know. Maybe you, dry, maybe, maybe you, I don't know, you ate chocolate prior Too to your sleeping? I, I'm not sure about it. But may I, I probably have a lot of stress. I've been undergoing a lot of stress for most of the time. So parang, I try to like... Now, when now everything is, ano, everything, especially this lockdown, ang hihirap actually matulog na, ano, nang hindi ako relax. So, para I have to find a way to distress myself. So, yeah, I used to watch, like, uh, comedy shows, even during the wee hours, then, just to get myself to, to relax myself and go to sleep. Sometimes I, sometimes I do exercise. That's another. Even, like, at 3 in the morning, I don't even care. I just want to get my body tired, but I just want to feel relaxed at the same time. <laughs> that's that's actually the best you know you try to wake up as early as you can and you know try to do exercise getting air mm-hmm. man you know right now i'm trying to flip my clock i'm trying yeah, to flip my clock one. right now like okay normally i i sleep at around six in 6 the morning AM, bro yeah oh and, what's going on um i'm just an, a night owl talaga. i just feel like mm. I can function when everyone's asleep and every everything's dark, and I can work on my piano and my piano here. But I feel like I'm getting unhealthy. 
as much mm-hmm. as I exercise, as much as I get a lot of air, para pakiramdam ko, I just just feel like my sleep is not enough. Um, I'm just not getting the the amount of cycles that I need. So now I'm flipping it. In the past two days, I was I'm I'm really trying my best to be awake. Actually, right after the podcast, I'm gonna go to bed. <laughs> so yeah, this really relaxes me in some way. So yeah, thank you. Well, well, I'm glad to be helpful to be of help anyway. <laughs> yeah. So when you started as a musician, you were basically a sessionist, right? Or... I'm a session. I'm a solo pianist most of the time. The mm-hmm. session gigs just come if my friends need me. I'm just I just play in hotels. I just play in okay. weddings. I just play in all those. People cry and they always, uh, you know, they always request me. Uh, Isn't she lovely? Or like mm-hmm. Alicia Keys and all that. And and they <laughs> and they're beautiful songs. It's just yeah. I play them every, almost every day, so it's yeah, it's so getting like, tired at some point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, hold on. Uh, when did you actually started doing this stuff? Oh, uh, which one? I mean, the one you're playing at the hotels and events. Ever since 2000, 2012? 2012 ooh. until now. Probably I'm ooh, 2013, I think. Yeah, around 2013, 2012. Damn, I'm in the industry for eight years. Yeah, yeah, you're almost a decade. Holy crap! Oh my god! I don't know what I feel about that. I mean, I don't want to feel like I'm a. I have so much to learn about Hmm. stuff, but eight years? Yeah, that's a long run, man. Oh my god! Yuck! (laughs) Yuck! (laughs) Give up it. So eight years and eight years. But yeah, it's never enough. I wish I have three hundred more lives that i can just dedicate to music man it's never enough yeah i know yeah well it's never really gonna be enough but hey we can make make the most out of it as long as time goes by especially when this pandemic's over i'm pretty sure because people like because even if a lot of music bars have closed i'm pretty sure some would some would open because they would see uh like they would foresee a lot of demand for people to like uh Maraming atat na musika na gusto nang tumugtog na physically and and if venues even if kunyari hindi siya legit na bar or music hall if they would stage uh, like a show up there even for just like a half a half an evening katabo yan eh magretal sound system uh, gumawa lang kayo maalala kayo magbukla kayo ng artist ayusin lang yung, yung whatever na kailangan then you get yourself a show a show yeah i'm you know Oh, ngayon actually, ngayon nagyari na ngayon, you know. Uh, in some countries in 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 Europe, they have this huge plaza surrounded by buildings with balconies, mm-hmm. and the, the live concert will be there sa babana plaza, mm-hmm. and then the people watching are those people on those balconies. Good and lord, <laughs> a big man and best seat in the house, baby. <laughs> Beautiful. The sounds is fantastic you know it's outdoor and it's safe you know there's mm-hmm. social distancing you know that should be an in thing right now i mean if people could could actually do that tagaytay art beat diba? mm. yeah they could have done that been one of those shows i think the idea is kind of the same right it's yeah it's cool and surrounded by buildings but i, I kind of imagine that but you yeah. know, I, they were supposed to take place last may Actually, supposedly that uh, dapat February until di ba nagkaroon ng volcano ano eruption ng taal then. Ah, talaga? Feb din. Yeah. Feb ba Feb- siya? Initially February ata or March. Tapos no? Mm. Yeah. Oh. Tapos na move ng May then this COVID pandemic happened and everything and it's less postponed natin for their notice. Yeah. I remember covering that one on on their press con on Gallery 9 like early in January. Kaya parang medyo familiar sa akin na ano, na itong, eh, this, uh, ito, Tagaytay Artbeat, uh, I'm not sure if it's 3 or 4 or 5, I don't, I have no idea, but it could have happened this year, pero it didn't. And ang dami na walang, ang dami na, diba? Ang dami na cancel na, na malaki event, Rakrakan, Wonderland. Sobra, man. Um, you know, uh, Dream Theater, you know, me and my, my friends are supposed to watch Dream Theater, we already have tickets. Well, uh, God canceled. Um, so, refunds. Refunds are scheduled na lang. 
Oh, errors can talaga lahat. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess you know we need it. We need to have a day off in some way. Mm-hmm. Na even though na I I I mean I can get cancelled for saying this. Na maybe you're privileged. Maybe you're you know maybe you have money. Pero mm-hmm. pero I think sometimes we just gotta have some time to reconnect with ourselves mm-hmm. and try to understand what we really wanted talaga. And well, as for me. This kind, this pandemic, when it when it happened, it kind of like made me realize a lot of things. Talaga, um, made me realize a lot of things that I don't know. A lot mm. of bad things that I want to reconfigure, also. Mm. Pero yeah, I think in a couple of months we'll be back. We'll be back yeah. to normal. So hopefully, so, uh, and by that time, you know, everyone's just so nangangate to mm. you know move around and to date and to like lande, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> We all go through that, buddy. From doing piano gigs, is the Brat Packs your first actual band as a member? I did have a lot of bands when I was college. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a drummer. I was a, I was a guitar player. I had so many bands. I just mm-hmm. jammed around with people. Pero my legit one that really pushed me to work hard a lot was Brat Pack. Yes, mm-hmm. it's Brat Pack. Um, yeah. It really started because I didn't have job. I mean, mm. I was in college, and I needed allowance, so mm-hmm. I needed a part-time job. And mm. Brad Pack just gave me the chance to do it. Yeah. Nice. So when was this? Around 2013, but 2014. Around. Yeah, around 2013. Um, it really started with just, you know, I have to. There's a French restaurant there that owned a friend name, and mm. my friend just invited us to play there. Mm-hmm. And they liked us, and we just played <laughs> "Fly Me to the Moon" and like Sunday morning, and you know, change the world and all that stuff. It's fun. And then there are like legit jazz musicians there, mm-hmm. and they got fired because of us. What? I have no idea how it happened, but it was so stupid. Like it happened like that. And in a way, I'm really grateful for that. That I was just like, if I was that jazz musician, I would totally break my heart. Hmm. That really would break my heart. Son of a gun, man! Like they could have offered you like a alternate alternate slots instead of being fired. Grab yeah, it! I was like, oh my god, dude! And then, and then uh, when we were playing, they were just there watching us. They were like, "Ano ba tong kinagawa ng mga bugoy na to? Mga wala na mga alat sa jazz." They're like, "Ewo ba?" But yeah, it all started like that. But I don't want to be a Interesting because you, because you along with Ryan, you play a lot of instruments. Upon realizing when you, as we talk, as you speak, so parang God, you guys really are, are siblings of musicians. You are you're multi-talented. Because, look, I talk to si Ryan. Kaya tumut ano? Eh? He's trying to play the guitar, right? Okay, now when when as we speak, kanina. Yes, he plays guitar. He he sings. He, he sings. Drums and you know. He produces for people too. Maybe we just got well. My dad mm-hmm. just really exposed us to to a lot of music, and uh, I don't know. We're just lucky that we're in a musical family right now. Wait, is your father like um? I don't. I don't. May apat ng father mo. Piano mostly. Oh, okay. Uh, he's a he's a session musician too. Before mm-hmm. he played with Nono Isuniga. He went to Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like a hippie. You know, played and. Noontime shows, you know, there's this show in ABS even called Nineteeners, and uh, it's like ASAP, you know, it's like ASAP, but like in the 60s. I don't know why it's called Nineteeners, but matter. Interesting, interesting, actually. <laughs> <laughs> All the hippie don't... guys are there. Yeah, yeah. The only thing I know about ABS even the 60s was like was like taug ng tanghalan. Diba? Diba yung panahon na parang doon palang nag... I think, to, tama ba? Doon ba nag-launch yung career siya, no? Si Noro or Noron or something like that? I can't actually remember, wow. man. Pero, I, can, I, I couldn't remember. I, I, I might be wrong here, man. Parang... Pero, pero somewhere in the 60s kasi yun yung ano eh, diba? Sila yung mga nag-iumuusbong na, na nagiging talent sa ano eh, sa entertainment industry, be it singing and be it acting. Mismo. Um, you know, uh, some Pagita pictures. Yeah. Those guys, no? Golden years Golden of, uh, of, you know, OPM, 
mm. cinema and you know that's the solid, that's the... solid that <laughs> we wish you could actually yeah, watch more of that of those films. Actually, I though may, I think there may be other I want because. Misa nakakano daw mga restored classics na ano eh. Like, gaya nung ano. I think two years ago, pinanod ko sa ABS-7 when they, when they were still airing. The digitally remastered version ng tatlong taong walang Diyos. And I was like, mesmerized by the way wow. how they... Yeah, they did it. Tapos ang... Uh, si mga artists na, I think, I think Bebo Roko yata is one of them. Sino? Bebo Roko yata. I'm not sure. Pero... Roko, sorry. Was, I I'll try to like I'll try to Google it right now to to like okay. to. Para siguro doon ko lang kung tama tong pinagsasabi ko mahirap nang ano eh mahirap na baka ma baka may maniwala ka agad at na mali pala ako makuryente pa. Guys, <laughs> hey, hey speaking of which, that's how ano ah that's how some people actually perceive nung first inannounce ng ano. Ang news about Slapshot. I don't know if you have heard of it. There's a news recently about ano Slapshock na they announced their ano their disbandment now. Oh, so yeah, disbanded yeah, that. that. And nag yata and all that shit. Those are kind of events you didn't see coming. Even if I'm not a Slapshock fan or generally di ako ganun ka fan ng ano ng metal scene pero well, I don't know what to say about that. It's kind of a sensitive topic, but maybe I'm just going to put it to the light because you know, I think bands As much as they, as, as much as people think they're immortal, mm-hmm. they can, and it's a big. There's a poss- big possibility that they they can always disband, and it's yeah. easier to disband. And okay. some people do it because it's good business for them. Mm-hmm. Shade, but I think disbanding. I think yeah. it's not a bad thing. If you do it, it doesn't mean that you're doing something wrong. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just really like a, you put a period. On your statement, to me, okay lang yun. You know, there's yeah. nothing wrong. Yeah. But when it comes, if it if it fixes things, why not? You know, if mm-hmm. it fixes relationships, why not? Mm-hmm. You know? Sometimes it so actually the, helps. <laughs> if it really helps people, then why not disband the band? The Beatles, when they mm-hmm. disbanded, people got crazier about the Beatles. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's good business for Beatles. You know. Even though they're not Beatles anymore, and even though people died, and, you know, even though they're not together, they still get gigs, and their gigs are, you know, three times, four times the amount of talent sheets. So, you guys out there, you gotta disband, okay? Just <laughs> <laughs> hey, going back to what I searched on, ano, in the film. Yeah, it turns out that uh, Tatlong Taong Walang Diyos was actually written and directed by Mario O'Hara in 1976 and it stars Nora Honor, Christopher DeLeon, and Wayne Bolroco. So I was right. I was right when I said it. Damn, later. you're an old soul, man. Oh, yeah. Wow. I, dude, for it's the past soul. few... Yeah, I mean, great, come on. For, great. for the past few weeks, I was searching on Netflix and all I ended up was having... As is watching like a series of like movies from the 70s produced by Paramount Pictures. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, yung mga, was like, yung mga bold no? Hindi <laughs> naman, hindi naman. Yung mga naman. Mga ganun. Naalala ko yung mga decade na yun, ang, ang babastos ng mga films. Eh. Mga bomba ba? <laughs> mga bomba, di ba? Mga mga kuno ng bagay. Yeah. Which I don't. <laughs> I've yet to. Well, it's just funny sometimes because when I was still working, I was on the way home and mm. I would ride these buses, sobrang bilis. Mm. And on that huge screen, on where on the bus, they would play bomba movies. And <laughs> <laughs> it's just oh, it's just a cup of tea. It's nice. It's nice to see when you're like on the way home and looking at people's faces when they're doing something in the TV and you look at the people there. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you're 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 like, yeah, Like the following week, I would watch like um, the sequel, which is Staying Alive, which actually sucked, by the way. <laughs> wow, it sucked. You guys heard it? It sucked. Don't watch it. I'm just kidding. I don't I haven't watched that. And I think there's a time na I re- I rewatched the entire trilogy of The Godfather, 
and it made me feel like I was watching Hele Sehiwagang Hapis. <laughs> because it's man. nine fucking hours, man. Man, I haven't watched, I mm. haven't watched one episode of Godfather. I, I hate myself for that. No, I, you don't have to. You don't have to, oh, man. Oh, goodness. I don't know what I'm missing. Everybody's talking about that, you know? That's fine, I think. Yeah. I Come watched on, uh, Irishman. Okay, what do you watch? Oh yeah, I, I have yet to see that one. It's boring. I don't know. I'm Scorsese movies. They bore me a lot. I'm, I'm so I'm so sorry. People can hate me for it. <laughs> I, I I have ADHD. It's just to me. It's just so tiring looking at people's faces and talk about like. I see. I don't know. Talk about nothing or like walking from one place to the other and just just this huge cinematic thing. It's just I don't know. <laughs> I finished it and I was like, oh my god, they I finished it. Well, I I'm so sorry. It's like, it's that it? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, come on, you guys get better than this. It actually reminds me of like watching. I know, deeper light. I haven't got that kind of reaction, but yeah, I think the last classic movie I have seen recently was actually Grease. Grease Lightning. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it's pretty so cool. cool. That's uh, actually the si John Travolta, you know? Yeah, oh, puta. Hey, sup, bro? Yeah, man. Like, that's the cool movie. Indeed. It's like, it set the bar for the mus- musical movies in general in the recent in the recent yeah. decades, I suppose. Yeah. It's so much stellar the production for 1970. And to think it it was produced in 1978 or 78? I don't know. Pero, right, holy. right. Kind of way ahead of its time, no? Mm-hmm. Pretty good. It's like ano, it's like when I first watched High School Musical a decade ago. Tapos sa tapa pang sinulit ko tong Grace parang tasabing ko. Tang ina walang pinat bat. Yeah. <laughs> What's yeah, going on? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, save for the save for the fact na may mga missing elements pa rin sa Grace about something that involves like teenage pregnancy and all compared sa original musical adaptation niya no na in summer. Year, or, or during that during that savior pero come on man it was the most complete eh. it's it's quite deeper right when you mm-hmm. watch the play is it mm-hmm. yeah it's quite deeper yeah but i don't yeah, yeah. yet to see the entire movie the play pero still oh, I, i haven't i haven't seen the play too eh. but oh my god if the, if it if we come here shocks mm. i'm sure i'm gonna be there so which are actually musical influences basically blues Jazz? I would say blues is my biggest. Blues mm-hmm. is my biggest. Guitar-wise, piano-wise, mm-hmm. my whole body is. I love. I love the blues so much, and I take it. I take it to the context ng Hindi blues. So mm-hmm. I play. So it's like I love blues so much, and my whole mm-hmm. system likes blues a lot. And mm-hmm. when I try to play another music, I try to bring that. Ingredient there mm-hmm. in that uh, that aspect. Uh, yeah, I try to bring in electronica. I don't know if it's if it's gonna work. You know, um, blues is a very traditional music, and uh, yeah. <laughs> Can you cite any like uh, individuals or or group names that specifically drive drove you to do to do more of a blues music? Yeah. Okay. When I was starting out as a brat pack, um, mm-hmm. my dad would, you know, let me listen to Bobby Enriquez. Mm-hmm. He's a really cool pianist from New York. He's a mm-hmm. Filipino. He's actually mm-hmm. one of the greatest jazz pianists ever in the whole mm-hmm. world. But yeah. he didn't have, yeah. And he's he's a Filipino, and he didn't even got a shot to show himself to the to New York scene. Maybe he did. But he didn't blow. He didn't blow up mm-hmm. as big as Chikoria or like, you know, um, Oscar Peterson. Oscar Peterson's from Canada, but but like he didn't had a chance to become super huge. Why? Because he's Filipino, I guess. Um, you know, and of course, Champre. If you're an American, you would want to watch an American. Uh, of course, American artist. I mean, it's just, just how it is, right? Um, Bob Enriquez, fast fingers, really, really fast. Destroys piano, super, <laughs> super cool. It's a stage, like 
he would watch jazz. Mm-hmm. He would just have coffee and or like or like wine, and mm-hmm. he would talk and converse and let the piano just be there in the background. Mm-hmm. And, okay, niyan. Ang galing mo, ang galing mo talaga. And then, and then you would converse a little. Mm-hmm. But this guy, Bobby mm-hmm. Enriquez, you're gonna watch him. You're gonna be like, you wanna be, you wanna go there in front and, and look at him, how he dis- destroys the piano. <laughs> He's crazy. He's really, really crazy. He's a taekwondo black belter. He plays Ooh, golf Lord. and plays percussions crazy. And then when he plays the piano, it's ultra lightning speed fast. Then he's, he's crazy. I'm gonna send you links, man. I mean, if yeah. you're, you you want to relax, oh yes, you know, you're not gonna be relaxed actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, he plays like a like a madman. So what what can I actually expect? <laughs> That's actually his nickname, Matt. No. Wild man. That's his Wild name. man. Wild man is his nickname. Well, wild man sounds a bit more respectable than madman. Yeah, madman like. When you, when somebody told you you're a madman, you're like a gangster out there. You're like a malcontent. Yeah, like you would shoot people in streets and stuff, right? Yeah, left and right, and you're not. You just don't give any fuck with who's gonna hit. <laughs> That's true. Oh my God. So- so uh, here's the thing uh, from ba- from Brad. I think the band is still ongoing, right? It is. It is. Um, we're still together. I mean, we're all good friends. We're like brothers and sisters. There. Oh yeah, we we just love each other. But yeah. But everyone has their own lives already. My bandmate recently just got a just had a child, Ooh. which was just born like a couple of days ago. So oh, congrats! Yeah. So he's uh became a dad. Yeah, David, if you're gonna listen to this podcast, bro, you owe me a drink. <laughs> that's it. That's his actual purpose. Sorry about yeah. that. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we all have different lives now. But we still get together. I mean, we still, yeah, still playing a month. We're still good friends. I see that because you and Tin actually hang out for like a few months ago. So, Humo. Yeah, yeah. Were you there? I mean, like, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I wasn't uh, I wasn't on Kumo until this past September, but I I've seen the poster, kasi, so parang oh damn it, so, and yeah, the the funny thing of kasi about you guys is parang kaya pa naunod pa kita panoorin as part ng apartel before going to before yung time na nasa brata ka pala. Right, right. And the and anyway, so let's segue to that. Uh, from from Brad Pack, you also joined apartel. So how did that story came along? Um, okay, so Brad Pack, right? Mm-hmm. We went to Memphis, and when we went to Memphis, we were joined by our good friend, Jay Ortega. Jay Ortega was still a rocker at that time. Yeah. He was one of the most epic rock, blues, soul singer I know. He's just got some really talented voice, man. Like, yeah. when... when you can hear him when he talks, and you would know that oh, this guy's a pair, man. He can just get them like just sound good and sound pretty. Uh, so yeah, we became friends. We went to Memphis. We became friends, and uh, we played shows there. When we got back. Uh, he asked me if hey, I was working on a project with Ellie. Um, do you want to? Do you, are you down to put some keyboard parts to it? I was like. Hell yeah, I want to put some keyword parts to your to your voice and to Ellie's voice. Hell yeah. So I did. We we went to the studio and uh, we recorded an entire album uh, mm-hmm. interplay. And then I thought my job was already done. I thought tapos na yung wala na because like, oh, okay, I recorded it. And then Jay was like, hey, still have gigs, huh? You're gonna be there on those gigs, huh? And I was like, okay, <laughs> all right, <laughs> hell yeah, I wanna be there. So yeah, we we did well, we did gigs, and uh, uh, it was very refreshing to be to be with this band, you know, um, Coco Wrench, Pat, uh, everyone, everyone who's who's part of the portel, they're probably we're we're kind of our cool. Parang kuyas and ates ko sila lahat. It was just pure fun. It's pure party. Um, yeah, I yeah. suppose. Kasi... Actually, I was supposed to watch one of their gigs in 19 East before. I mean, in 2017. But 
I know you know Chris, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, ako yung naniningil, ako yung nagje-check ng guest list and all. Ako yung naniningil na entrance sa during his gig sa 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, I, I, re- yeah, and I remember actually watching, hearing a portal from the outside. Unfortunately, I couldn't go inside because at that time, didn't make last band. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Pero parang I was like, ah, uh, deep inside, like son of a bitch. I wanna watch this man even for a minute. Not <laughs> <laughs> on that. Not on that time. See, when Jay was still there, and it's like I remember him approaching me, approaching me from the ano, from the table. It's like, sir. Apartel, tapos yung katupay gesture niya kamay niya, nakagayan tao sa angit yeah. So parang, apartel po. I was like, yep. sure sir, pasok na kayo. Parang ganun lang. Parang matik na yan. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that's him. So basically, your work for apartel was basically all the songs for the no, for inner play, right? Yeah. yeah you did yeah. all of them. Recorded everything. Yeah. It was, uh, I think we recorded an album that, if I'm not mistaken, I think we recorded an album for, for two and a half months lang. Mm-hmm. Or like two months, I can't. All of remember. those songs. Yeah, around around two two months. I don't know. People can correct me. Mm-hmm. All the members can correct me, but yeah, I think we're quite. Yeah, because you you guys launched in September, right? Yung I mean the entire album in vinyl format in Manila. Yeah, that was in September. Uh, I think it's September because and I was in event that time and. One of my music friends and blogging friends actually tried to tip me right to there, pero sabi ko that time uh, I was committed to another event in Marikina because that time, the, that's the first actual event ng Jess and Pats, and they were situated in Marikina City at that time. So as far as, as so as far as I remember, that was in early September. Early September. We would have started the album around March because I remember Jay's post about, first mm-hmm. post about Portel mm-hmm. was around March. Mm-hmm. And it was just like a photo of, of the studio overlooking, mm-hmm. the, overlooking the sun and the clouds and all that. And there was like recording an album with the Portel. Okay. Is that it that grossness? What is that? Is it that grossness? Yung studio ba to na yeah. Eh? yeah. Ah, okay. So this is... Uh, It's just parang, parang attic, attic mm-hmm. uh, recording uh, studio. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. Ang ganda setup niya. <laughs> Ang ganda. It's a great, it's a good recording studio. They really invested a lot in that, in that room. So, yeah, solid. When you establish a recording label, and you gotta do something with your studio, of course, <laughs> to like, to get your talents, to make your talents work for their craft. <laughs> Yep, yep, yep. There was a time where I think there was a time I actually slept in that studio, and I <laughs> we were just working day and night, uh, like oh. we were recording Apartel songs, and also recording for different different artists. Also, may mga sinain sila mga soul singers. Um, kind of forgot who they are, but uh, their names. Pero you know, they're really good. They really have a na- good eye when looking at looking at new artists. Um, yeah, they're parang sa, at one point they signed uh, they signed the ransom collected to a distribution label for their vinyl. Yeah, oh, they had one uh, song with uh, one song, I think. Oh yeah, I could be and, wrong. And they have like compilation artists that uh, that even includes uh, artists from the other side or even those are who are not signed with offshore music like Robin the Hitman. Yeah, before they went to uh, ano, Island of Records, they were damn. <laughs> they are great. They are great. And I still am a big fan of those guys right now because <laughs> One Piece Sticks. <laughs> I have nothing else to say about One Piece Sticks. They're so good. Mm-hmm. Hold it. Early 2017, It, it came to a shock when J when Jerry Tega left the band and you ta- you have taken over the vocal um, vocal chores and how was it though I mean killed me man it's crazy like it's very nerve wracking um I don't know how to sing man I, I I'm not a singer I'm just yeah. a, a freaking piano man uh and then all of a sudden like and and, and yeah, uh 
your manager name is Philip called me. He was mm-hmm. like, he's like, man, I don't know if we can find any other guys to sing with with us. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, I don't think the the other members would want to add another member. So are you willing mm-hmm. to sing all the, all Jay's parts? <clears throat> I was oh like, my god! Holy <laughs> shit! I couldn't even I couldn't even play a part of songs that good because at the time, mejo mejo in aaron ko it's it's very technical. They it's very you in the instrument the instrumental stuff is a little complicated and you know mm-hmm. complex. And I have to do I have to master that first before I know how to sing. But it was a crazy responsibility to fill. Mm. And uh, <laughs> yeah, considering Jerry Ortega's role has been huge, even especially for that first record. I don't know, man. It's, it's if there are J songs created mm. in the whole history, there's only mm. one. There's only one person who can sing that. That's Jay Ortega. Definitely, yeah. I mean, Jay cannot do what Ellie will do, and Ellie cannot yeah. do what what Jay will do because that's yeah. just how it is. I mean, they're not mm. each other. Mm-hmm. So, well, so when I took over the mic, mm-hmm. it I almost pee my pants. I couldn't. I get so drowned out. I get so. I I, I get so. I got so deaf with my own mm-hmm. voice. Like I I can never know. Like like when I when I speak in mic, dun pala mm-hmm. it really kills me. I can't speak speak with mic microphone. Mm-hmm. Now, naman kaya ko because, like I was saying, for like mm-hmm. during those times when I was uh, getting used to it, mm-hmm. talaga ako. It cringes me a lot. There are a lot of my friends taking videos of it. They were like, "I'm proud. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> You're such a good singer." I'm like, "Shut up." <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to laugh, but yeah, I get you. Get you, buddy. It really sucked. It really sucked. And uh, but but then again, I mean, I, I felt like that was the time when I actually told myself, now, uh, hey, I think this is going somewhere. Mm. You know, I think this is. I think if I keep doing this, mm. you know, just walk through it. Mm. You know, some someday it will be something. You know, mm. so I, I I didn't stop. That was yeah. 2018, right? 2018. Mm. Yeah. 2017, even early early 2017, man. Early 2017, that was 2017. I was like trying to sing. Mm-hmm. 2018, I still suck. 2019, I still suck. It's 2020, I still suck at singing. Hey, maybe 20, 2021, it could turn otherwise. Who knows? Who knows? Well, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I mean, I guess it's something that you have to constantly deal with yourself that you suck, mm-hmm. and that you should be thirsty. You should be thirsty for learning new stuff and the experience that you have to go through, right. you know. And it's fun, like you know, sucking is fun, you know. <laughs> Going on yeah. stage and forgetting the lyrics, man, I forget lyrics a lot. Like even write logic songs, I I forget I forget lyrics, and um, I would have to quote Ace Libre mm-hmm. of Never the Strangers mm-hmm. um, for saying this because he told me like I, I asked him like. How do you deal with like lyrics? I mean, I my lyrics. I mean, well, I just, I just sing, you know, syllables and try to make it sound like it's a verse. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I, I gotta try to do that, you know. But uh, you know, you have to constantly live with it. You gotta try to, you know, practice a lot and uh, going go through in the process of of painful of watching those videos that you suck. You know, people tagging you in their videos, and you <laughs> hearing your shaky, you know, non-ballsy voice, just cringe a lot. It, it it's it's part of the process. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, because I think the first time I noticed you actually singing was um, I think you were in Tagaytay Art Beat that time because yeah, that was 2017, and I was I was like a. Wait, apartel na. So I was I was hoping that time na. Yeah. Eh, na pala, nabibinig ko na eh kasi I was also uh, part of the ano, part of the organizers. Yeah. Eh nasa kabilang hotel la ako eh. So pagkabe dito ako. Wait, so, yeah. I I'm I'm hearing you, man. Parang yun nabibinig ko. And 
honestly, I have those tapes here. <laughs> Something that I didn't oh. have na actually. Burn yeah, it. I mean, <laughs> dude, they're not my property, so I couldn't do anything with it. So, actually, pinatago lang siya sa akin ng, ano, ng pinaka-producer. But I remember having those videos sa, sa hard drive ko. Ano siya, di lang, di lang from your end, pati iba-ibang mga artist na, ano, na, na, na naka-document there. So, parang, it's like, it's like I'm watching like a bootleg live gig na parang raw footage lang siya na parang intended for like the same day edit and all that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so, that's cool, huh? This, mm. You know, you can actually try to remaster those tapes and see maybe you can come up with an album of bootlegs and it, everybody's just gonna become crazy. Like, oh, this is how Autotelic sounded like 30, yeah. 40 years ago. It's legendary. I'm- I mean, dude, I have those, some of those, uh, some, some of those t- uh, clips are actually on my old YouTube channel, and... Pero as in, as in ano, hindi lang Tagaytay Art, pati mga, re- mga lumang videos sa cellphone pa yung ginagal ko pang kuha, and then all, and it's just so happy na I stopped videographing for live music events because that time I couldn't upload them, for one, and second is my laptop doesn't have a capability to do video editing. I mean, in a heavy, in a heavy capacity. Heavy I stop. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that poses a problem, man. So yeah, I and guess. I couldn't, and I and since I don't have, ano, parang I I need to find first. I need to find work. Second, I need to buy a hard drive, and third, I need to upgrade my laptop in case I I still want that to happen. Man, but for now I, I gotta keep it apart from the archives for now. <laughs> hey, man, you're it's. It's the twenty. It's twenty twenty. It's the age where freaking video cards and RAMs are at the best prices at the moment. So, yeah. My God, I want to work so hard so I can upgrade my my PC. So far, it's surviving on me. Like it's doing its job. It's doing its best, but it's really struggling right now. It's gonna upgrade. <laughs> well, how old is how old is your laptop though? It's twenty sixteen. Probably. Good lord. And I got back from Switzerland and I bought this the money I got there. Uh, it couldn't even play Resident Evil. Oh, you know, I want to play Resident Evil so bad, bro. Like, <laughs> I have it on my desktop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bad. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're a huge fan of Resident Evil, huh? <laughs> bro, I am. I mean, like, it's my childhood. It's a piece of yeah, culture that will never go out. Yeah, PlayStation days, baby. I mean, PS1 days. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, you know I mean, we're all just so carefree and not thinking about shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember watching some of, my, some of the kids in the neighborhood playing that one. And I was like, uh, I couldn't afford to play in PlayStation. I just, I just ended up watching them. That, uh, Resident Evil, Gran Turismo, and even Metal Slug. Turismo. <laughs> Oh. I mean, come on, if you get a play on that one, when you're a kid, I'll tell you, you're an OG, man. <laughs> we're at least oh, one of them. Shit. Yeah, man, sucks to say we're OGs. But hey, it was a good, it was a good decade, and I'm... But shit, I'm an OG, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it sucks. But yeah, I mean, it's a good... It's a good decade. It's a good decade. Um, I want to go back to that. We all want to go back to that. We're we're pretty sure of that. Yes, so. PS Five. No, I, I I have it. Yeah, I bought PS Five, but I have yet to think if I could even buy <laughs> if I could even buy a P. There's a buy. Well, PSP, de ba? I guess you can still buy it, like you know, black markets. Oh shit! Yeah. I mean, but that's I mean. Hell, PSP has a lot of good stuff there, you know? Mga Disney, yeah. uh, mga Monster Hunter, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, sabagay, ako, I used to play a lot of NBA Live that time. Are you? Say yeah. Because I used to play a lot of uh, basketball games on uh, computer then. Aside, well, I play in real life, pero it's more like uh, I'm not even doing it on a varsity level. It's just more of a pickup, pero pagdating sa computer games, yeah, th- those are actually mga trip ko eh. NBA Live, NBA 2K, Freestyle. Sarap, Freestyle? Oh, pare, yung street basketball. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yup. 
Parang yung tipong gagawa, wala ako ng karakter nun pang ano lang, pang rookie level lang. Kasi dun lang ako magaling. Tapos pagdating na ng major, sobrang banu ko na. Kahit ano. <laughs> oh my I, god. Tagal na nun ah. Oo, oh, I'll tell you what. During those times, I can make my point guard actually block a center. <laughs> and he was dunking like... And I remember doing that a lot of times nun. Tapos yeah. low level ako ah. Low level ako sa so parang... Good. Eh, syempre na... Tapos sa eh, Shepard, yung mga kapit-bahay ko, naglalaman yung pisa na, they, they tatrashtokan kami. Yeah. Alam, mo yung, alam mo yung tipong, oh, ayun na nesto, bladak na ka, parang, tapos eh, pag, nung sinapal pa, get that weak stuff out of here, bitch! Uh, <laughs> weak shit, weak stuff, get the fuck out of here, bro. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so parang ganun, sa ansaya gago. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Man, when are we ever gonna, you know, feel that, you know, that sense of, parang care, carelessness, carefreeness, you know what I mean? I don't know, man. I, 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 I wish it. I wish it could say in a few years time, but we'll never know. <laughs> we'll never know. Yeah, bro. Siguro magiging carefree lang tayo pag bumalik na, pag bumalik talaga yung sigla ng ano, live music scene, eh. Like, those were the days, man. Hey, hey, hey. Yep. We could, we could actually reminisce about it, so parang... Love what you're hearing? Follow this podcast on facebook.com slash thesedrunkenmidnights. You can also follow the podcast on Spotify, Anchor, Mixcloud, Google Podcasts, and other listening platforms. Follow Slickmaster on facebook.com slash theslickmastersfiles, twitter.com slash slickmasterph, and instagram.com slash slickmastertheblogger. This has been a podcast titled This Drunken Midnights, a presentation by the Slickmasters Files. Copyright 2020.